you're tuned in to the Evening Arcade podcast. This podcast uses both original content and some of the reviews and news published on the Evening Arcade for Coast and County Radio. You can find out more about Coast and County Radio by heading over to www.coastandcountyradio.co.uk. Otherwise, enjoy the clip. By modern standards in this, the year 2021, if you are talking about a 2D pixel art uh, platformer, then usually you'll find it's a bit of an art house game, or, you know, it's something that's been developed to be a a little bit retro in its stylings, Uh, but never before have we had a game that has gone so far as to, you know, actually be from 1992. Yet, that is exactly the case with Clockwork Aquarium. Uh, This is a game that has such an intriguing backstory, to be honest. Um, It was originally being developed for the Sega System 18 in 1992 by Westone, uh, and, you know, they wanted to try and push the system as far as they could. They wanted to make one of the last games, uh, one of the last arcade games for it, and um, they, they did a pretty good job of making this game, but the problem was it was around about the same time that fighting games and 3D games and things like that were sort of coming into popularity, and so it was left behind in an era where it had suddenly stopped being loved as much. Uh, and you know what? That That's kind of tragic, but... Thankfully, in 2017, Strictly Limited Games turned around to Sega and said, can we have the license for this? Sega said yes, and well, now we're here in 2021 with the release of a game that is a fair few years late uh, to be able to come out. Nearly 30 years on, Clockwork Aquario is available. It is just a game you can buy now. Uh, It is available on the Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4. And uh, it's an interesting one. It's one that definitely requires a bit of a unique approach. Because you are playing a game that is great in everything it does. But it's great in terms of the scope of a game from 30 years ago. And this is where there's a bit of a division in in this sort of game and this style. Clockwork Aquario, for a bit of reference, is a game in a very similar style to the again, 2D uh, platformers of its time. I, I would compare it more to something like Kirby than I would Mario, but you know it takes elements from here, there, and everywhere in terms of uh, in terms of what it does. As you progress through the levels, they of course get more difficult. That's what arcade games do. Um, But as you are progressing through, you will be beating up, picking up and throwing enemies at other enemies and obstacles to make your way up uh, through further and further into more difficult boss fights. Trust me, I know. I've been playing it. Oh boy, some of these boss fights really, really can kick your backside if you're not careful. Um, But this is where there is a bit of a, a burn of contention here because... It shows its age, and again, that's not any detriment to the game, because you'd kind of want a game like this to show its age, that's the whole point. But it really feels like there is this just might of modernisation that could have been done 
to improve the game. Um, so, it, just first and foremost, they have gone back into restoration mode, as it were, um, going back to some of the original staff members from Westone uh, to try and find certain elements that were lost because the source code, you know, was completely lost. Um, it was back in the day when source code like this wasn't kept, it wasn't backed up as, uh, as frequently as things are nowadays. And again, it's a bit of a travesty in terms of preservation, but they have still done pretty well with what they've got. However, were there a couple of elements that they could have brought up to modern standards? And I'm not talking, you know, make the, the art super fine, detailed, hand-drawn, etc, etc. What I'm saying is, you know, could they have implemented some different features to the game that just make it feel a little bit more applicable to today's standards? So, for example, um, there are four different game modes from you can choose from. A practice mode, which will let you have as many lives as you want, but only let you play up to level two. Uh, there is then an, a, what are essentially an easy, medium and hard mode, which will only let you have so many tokens, uh, as though you were putting literal tokens into an arcade machine. And that's fine, but also by the same respect, it feels a little bit limiting, because it means that people who aren't as good at this kind of game, or maybe even have some mobility issues, are then kind of left out because they don't have that ability to just insert a, an inverted commas token uh, into the machine and play again after they've you know they've lost their final one, and it it, it brings up a whole other debate um, in terms of things like accessibility. The the other thing is that obviously. With it being a game that was designed for 4x3 screens, uh, it isn't native to our, our modern 19x6 screens. There is an option to stretch it, but it, it, it feels this odd question as to whether do you play it stretched or do you play it in its native? Well, you play it in its native because it looks the best when it's like that. I could talk for ages about some of the flaws about it, but the problem is that that takes away from the fact that this is... A project that, first of all, revives a title that really desperately needed to be brought to the light. A game that otherwise will have gone completely unseen and maybe never, ever saw the light of day again. It's a restoration effort, and we need more restoration and more preservation in video games. Games like this that would have gone under the radar, how many more of them are there? You know, how many more games are there out there that we maybe never even heard of? Um, but critically, it also brings up the question of, do we need to make sure that games like this also stay applicable by today's standards? Clockwork Aquaria is an incredible game, but it's an incredible game from 30 years ago. So, is it something that we need to look at and say, okay, how can we improve this? It's a massive debate, and I've already spent over six and a half minutes talking about it, but overall, if you fancy a retro title, then you can't get more retro than playing a game that, by all rights, was never released in the first place uh, back in 1992, Clockwork Aquario. I have really loved what I've played of it, and this is coming from a little bit of an arcade nostalgia uh, critic. Uh, you know, Maybe I'm being a little bit too harsh on the game, because... It's, it's an old game, you know. It, it's one of those things that these kind of games do suffer from. And I, I can forgive it all of its faults just purely because we actually get to hold it. We actually get to play this game, uh, which in, in itself is the only miracle we need. Oh, it's a, a good old miracle for Christmas, isn't it? <laughs>